brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Burning Truth. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, do, you know, do's and dudettes. I am the, I am your host, well, the main, well, one of the main hosts of The Burning Truth. And of course, as always, with me, I have got my voice of reason, my right-hand man. He is none other than John Belor. Hi, how you doing? It's all good, it's all good. Let, let's just say this, ladies and gentlemen, if you do hear a few buzzing noises in the background... We do apologise for the inconvenience. The reason being is it's it's quite hot at the moment. Where you know, even though we're both in different areas, yes, using the power of the internet to basically be able to do this as we're in different locations. But it's it's a little bit warm, isn't it, Blow? It is quite a bit on the humid side, yes. And I would just like to say that is generally down to the weather. Although in Matt Burns's case, not really helped. By the amount of steam coming out of his ears. My God, that boy's wound up today. It's going to make for a good show, though. That it is. That it is. I, I'm, all, I'm all repped and prepped and ready to, you know, to be ringing bells. Pretty much just like that. Um, I should probably have a suitable prop on standby, ladies and gentlemen. I don't. Sorry about that. He didn't warn me he was going to do that. I had to do it just to catch you off guard because we get the natural... Uh, yeah, um, the thing is, the thing is that you only hit it once. You're supposed to hit it three times. There, you go. there we go. Good. Now the match has started. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Let's get da- let's just get down to business, shall we? Because we have got a lot to talk about. And yes, we are, as much as as much as we did say last week, it's only going to be a short one. It's only going to be a short one. Three yeah, hours well, later. Advance warning, this ain't going to be a short one because the soapboxes are polished and ready and we have got lots of meaty talking points to get our teeth into. So, uh, should get on with it? 
pretty much, let's get let's just get down to business because the first thing we, we, we most likely want to be talking about is most likely NXT TakeOver Toronto. Oh, yes. The start, well, actually, the start of an American wrestling weekend. Not quite the start, the second of three. If you include UKWA Ready for War, we'll get to that later. The first get... WWE event of the weekend. Correct, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me just apologise if there's been, there there seemed to have been a bit of a stream, a slight issue there, which we do apologise, I I will state it's it's probably my connection because with the weather and everything, you know, probably melting the air, you know, you know, the broadband and everything, no kidding. No kidding. But anyway, anyway, we digress, we do digress. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just get on on with it and get straight down to NXT Takeover Toronto. Now, overall, what what was your personal feelings in regards to the NXT Takeover Toronto? Uh, wow. I think I'm still. Um, I, every time I close my eyes, I still see the final moments of the main event. Mhm. They are etched forever in my memory. Now, interestingly enough, at this event, there, there were actually two matches also uh, take that, that took place at the event, but weren't actually being used for the event, but more so for NXT, for, you know, as a taped episode, you know, for broadcast for the following uh, episodes, I believe, of NXT. Yes, the episode which aired this week, which... Excuse me, I ran out of time to watch before we started. So I've got it queued up on the TV in the next room and I'm going to watch it as soon as this broadcast is over. Even though, unfortunately, the um, Wikipedia NFT Takeover page has somewhat telegraphed the results for me. Oh dear. And yes, ladies and gentlemen... And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I was hoping that... Uh, my colleague hadn't opened that opened that exact page. I was hoping he would have opened up more so the WWE page because it would have most likely have not displayed that. We could, you know, no spoilers unfortunately. But in in regards to this, there will be most likely be spoilers uh, in regards to the episode. But to minimise the damage for JB, I will just basically put my my thoughts on the the actual two. Uh, non-pay-per-view matches very quickly, which is we've From got... Bri- this week's TV, NXT TV. Yeah, go on. And, you know, straight away, Breeze Ango and the Forgotten Sons. Interesting dynamic, interesting matchup. However, I just I just felt as though, yes, Breeze Ango are... It's almost like fitting a new boot. It's interesting enough, the, the, the whole style of them seems to be a little bit different. They seem to be a bit of the, the old styles, but not quite. The look's a bit different. The looks a bit different. Where the uh, there was, sons. there was actually a little hint to that on NXT the previous week, the week before Takeover. That there was, that there was, and the Forgotten Sons For- have been absolutely amazing. But I felt as though they deserved a bit more than what they got. Hmm, I'll agree or disagree with that when I've seen it, but fair enough. The, the match that I didn't... I didn't mind too much about having this spoiled because it'll be very entertaining to watch, but whoever wins, wins. You know, it's not a big deal. The match that I didn't particularly want spoiling, but which has been, however, is the other future NXT match, which was the tournament final of the NXT Breakout Tournament. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if we should mention 
I mean, we all know it was Jordan Miles against Cameron Grimes, but I don't know if we should mention the result or not. No, 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 no. If you probably noticed, I didn't actually mention the results in the previous match, but I will just state, brilliant match, absolutely epic show. It basically show what both both of them bring to the table, especially in regards to being being wrestlers for WWE. So definitely one I would recommend to watch. Awesome, awesome, which I will do as soon as we're done here at about 3am, given current rate. And even though, even though you might have spoiled it for yourself, but we're not going to do any spoilers for others who may not have watched it, I will just state this. Regardless of whether you knew the results, it's still interesting to watch. Absolutely. It's NXT. They don't do boring. Correct, correct. Now, let's get down to the actual main show of NXT, of the NXT TakeOver Toronto, which we opened up the show straight off the bat with Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Taking on the Undisputed Era, the proper one, the tag team of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Who were formerly known as Red Dragon on the independent scene. Yes. And this was a tag team match for the Street Profits NXT Tag Team Championships. This was an absolute interesting match, and I actually thought, as much as some some of the matches were good, it, it just it was weird. I feel as though if this if this was on, it, it's a shame because all the matches that were on here deserved to be further up the card. I thought you know most of the matches on on here. That was like on the lower half, you know. Cause, I know, you know what you mean, but you can't have five main events, you know. No, Someone can open the show. Exactly, and it was a great way to open it. Great, it, honestly, absolutely amazing show. And Street Profits, once again, I can honestly say, absolutely knock it out of the park. I, I honestly thought it was absolutely massively interesting that uh, I believe it was Montel Ford. Montez Ford. Paying respect and homage to, uh, you know, WWE's The Rock. Yeah, I caught that. I, I was, I'm glad you said that because it was one of those, I was watching it when I was very tired. I was half asleep. It was one of those rub my eyes. Did I really just see that kind of yeah. moments? Yeah. It was an, inter- an interesting dynamic. The only, the only thing I thought was a bit of a disappointment, it, it was nice to pay tribute to The Rock. The only thing I thought was a bit disrespectful was the fact that it didn't finish the match. Well, swings and roundabouts, but yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Yes, but even so, even so, it's not technically their finisher, so that's where I give a pass for it in regards to it. Yeah, but never, you know, non, nonetheless, absolutely amazing match. Definitely one I would I would recommend watching. And what I thought was so interesting about this match is you actually didn't know who was going to be winning. Well, I found that for, I think, all but one of the matches tonight, to be honest, in or at, on the night at TakeOver, all but one, there was I had no clue going in who was going to win. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty um, much. Oh, speaking of which, spoilers and all, are we mentioning the results? Cause, yeah, we can. I mean, we can do. It's I know been, that we didn't mention... We didn't mention the TV because, you know, you might not have seen that yet because that's only been out a couple of days. But it's been a full week, so I think we can mention the results of the show. I thought it was great that the Street Profits managed to successfully defend against Undisputed Era. 
I feel as though undisputed era. If they did get the win, yes, they would be. They have all the gold of NXT, supposedly. Yeah, near uh, enough that, all the gold. Storyline's been kind of done to death, so I'm quite glad they didn't go with it. Yeah, pretty much. Which they've they've already gone sort of down that road a little bit, minus the NXT champion NXT championship, which they didn't have at the time. Yeah. The you know, as we already know, before we got in, before we get into this, you know, do currently have it heading into this this event, which we'll we'll, we'll get onto that much later, whether they still do or don't. Indeed. Next match was the singles match between Io Shirai and Candice LeRae, which yeah. was a very interesting match. Yes, especially seeing as I believe this was Candice LeRae's first takeover show. As far as I'm aware, yes. Because you know, uh, and... I believe that she had you know certain friends and you know certain friends and family back, you know, you know watching on supporting her. Yep. And of course, I I, I believe also Ayushirai's first since her um, change of heart, Joey, euphemistically call it. Change of heart. Since she basically went to the dark side, you know, since since, since she pretty much just just decided to just go, right, I'm just completely changing my whole demeanor, my whole outlook, and look. And I can since, also... since she, yeah, she basically did a Joker from Batman and just set the world on fire, sat back and went, I'm going to watch it burn. And the funny thing about it is. And this is a, this is a thing that I I believe that WWE make discredit of, especially with certain wrestlers like you know before she was very colourful, she's vibrant and everything. Yeah. And same with you know I'm not I'm not disrespecting WWE for this. Second, someone turns villain. Oh, let's just change the light vibrant colours. Let's turn them dark and edgy. Let's make him look brooding, wearing no. black. Now you see, you seem to not be a fan of that. I am a massive fan of that. No, no, I no, think, no, 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 no. I'm fine I think with it that. should happen a bit more often. I no, think no, no, no. A I'm... few. Oh, I see. Go on. I'm fine with it. Just one problem. What? When they do that, usually there's no personality change. Well, I know what you're saying. Yeah, normally usually. it's just. No, it's just normally the case that it's just. Look at me, I'm wearing black now. Boo me. Or I'm wearing more black now. Yeah. Boo me. Where uh, but in I this survive. instance, the transformation has been pretty much total. Brutal, in fact. It's the fact that she, she she hasn't just changed her look. It's almost like she's literally changed her, oh, her whole world around literally. this change. Her personality, yeah. It's, it's, it's not just, you know, you're... you're Heel turn 101, wearing black and or a suit and suddenly being the same person but throwing cheap shots at the crowd. Yeah, it doesn't feel like... It didn't feel no. like... You know, it, doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like you sold out or, you know, you, you know or something. It's, the, it's, it's almost like it's a whole different it's, look. Do you know what? It's legitimate, more so than it, some people's have been in the past. Do you know what? It's 100%, it's complete, and you don't even think for one split second that she doesn't 100% believe everything she's doing. That's what I mean. 
That's what I mean. And it's not just the fact of when she's done it, you know, she attacked her, she attacked her straight after, straight away. You know, it's the first time turning into a into a heel for the WWE. It was the fact that she developed her whole image, her whole look. She was basically pretty much just, you know, her whole demeanour. Yeah, exactly. Which is almost bringing roots to where she actually comes, you know, where WWE actually found, found her. Yeah. The downside to this being, of course... That, as I alluded to during when we were talking about the Street Profits match, this was the most openly, obviously predictable match on the card because having gone to that much effort, she wasn't going to lose, was she? Potentially, you could say that. I also like the way that she won as well. Oh, definitely. No, helps no doubt. helps no with the change. Doubt about it. Just like, no, I'm not letting go. You got two choices. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can tap or night night. It's either it's either you're tapping or I'm breaking something. Yeah, I'm breaking something or you're 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 going to sleep. Yeah, pretty much. Which straight away, you know, pretty much ended up happening. Yeah, or or, or close to to that factor. The point yes. the point being is it was just. It's so interesting to see that. And the good thing about it is Canis LeRae d- didn't lose anything in regards to this. Oh, no, absolutely not. Not at all. There, because... there is actually a difference between getting beaten and losing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she got beat. She, lo- she lost the match, figuratively, but she didn't actually lose anything. She's not any less over because of it. Yeah. And I felt as though it added to Canis LeRae because... Where I, I, you know, with with Irish Rai, yeah. she, you know, she need she needed the win to sort of get herself up. But at the same time, the good thing about it is, she, I felt as though she needed the win, but she didn't necessarily have to win. At the same time, yeah, I kind of know where you come from with that. Whereas with Candice, when somebody threw the bucket of cold water over her backstage and she woke up. She probably had to spend five minutes asking everyone what happened. Pretty much. Pretty much. Get the smell insults. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is, which is always, always interesting for me. Yes, definitely. And, and as I say, I may have mocked it for not being particularly unpredictable, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a great match. And if I'm not mistaken, Ayushirai de- de- debuted a new technical submission as yes. well at the same time. So as soon as I believe, as soon as I saw it locked in, it was like, yeah, there we go. She's clenched onto it, and it was like a first thing for herself. No, she's not going to tap it. She'll probably go for the big, big move in her men. But then when she tried, to, when she went for the escape, she's like, nope, I'm keeping this in. It's like, no, nope, they're going down that route. They haven't just changed her. Outlook they've changed her wrestling style, which yeah. is homage to her teachings of how absolutely. she her wrestling, which is absolutely all credit to her. 
well deserved for both of them in this match. Amazing match. It was immense. As was the absolute war that we move on to next. Correct, which is for the NXT North American Championship, which was a triple threat. Pitting Roderick Strong against Pete Dunne against the incumbent champion, the Velveteen Dream. Now, regardless of whether or not, you know, at first you've got Roderick Strong who turns around saying, I've already beaten you, Velveteen Dream, and Dream pretty much saying, yeah, you beat me, but you couldn't hold on to the Dream. You know, straight yeah. away, there's that dynamic. And then when you just throw Pete Dunne in from left field, it's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. He wants some gold. And Absolutely. At same, and at the same time, you've got Pete Dunne, who, who's pretty much coming you know, Not only is he after gold, he wants to have gold and beat his own record. Yeah, I love the fact that they threw that in the promo, in the build-up. It's like, I'm a record-breaker in WWE, but I'm not happy with that. I'm going to win this championship, then I'm going to break my own record. Pretty much. And then Way on to top, set a bar. Yeah, and then on top of that, You've also got the added added layer of the you know the feud between Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong as well, which you get the feeling isn't over. Oh, Just no, like you get no. the feeling that none of the issues between any of these three guys are over. To be honest, far from it, far from it. But even so, solid match, definitely one we can recommend. Is it just me as well, or and don't get me wrong, this is not a criticism because. How can it be? But was this match basically just the three of them's greatest hits? I mean, they they could have done that match in their sleep, I think, and it would have been, you know, four stars. They didn't... I don't want this to sound negative, because it isn't, but they didn't have to do anything outside of their comfort zones. It was still a classic. Yeah, they didn't have to, but, you know, I mean... They didn't have to, but they chose yeah. to. Yeah, well, no, that's the thing. I don't think they did. I think they all did. They went out there and Pete Dunne does, did what Pete Dunne does. Yeah. And lots of people came back with bent-shaped, broken back fingers. Roderick okay. Strong came back, did what he does, and the other two guys came back in with spines curved in new and unnatural ways. And also elbow shots to the face. Yes. The Velveteen Dream did exactly what he does best. Uh, you know, Living that isn't a bad thing. That isn't a bad thing, and the match worked, and it was amazing. But I just get the sense that, you know, should there be a rematch, there's still places they can go, so that's yeah. good. Yes, I do think that, because like you said, they were just hitting, they were doing, it was almost like they, you were saying, they were hitting their favourite song, saying the same notes. But at the same time, it's their first encounter as a three-way as well. Yeah. And they could... Like you said, they could do so much more. They could add an extra layer. They could develop this. They can push it further. They can go more into it. Yes. There's more to this than meets the eye, but definitely... I've, I've got a feeling that this is not the end of this rivalry between any of them. No. Uh, Velveteen Dream retained in the end, but you have to... Hmm. I'm thinking his grip on the title is loosening. A little bit, yeah. But at the same time, if it is loosening, is he due to be called up? You just can't say, can you? But then on the opposite side of that coin, it's loosening. But are Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong two 
obsessed with each other to notice. Correct. Correct. But yeah. Intriguing going forward, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And then we now move on to the NXT Women's Championship match. Wow. Pitting champion Shayna Baszler against Mia Yim and possibly the toughest challenge Shayna Baszler has faced in this run. No kidding. Yeah. This no, was... Um... No kidding in regards to that. The fact is, what was so interesting is the fact that you had got uh, me, me, me again, who, when at first glance, everyone thinks, oh, happy, smiley, she's brilliant. And if anybody does know some of her history, she is an absolutely amazing talent, an amazing person, with an amazing story. Yes. But, also, she's one of the few people currently on the NXT women's roster who, when push comes to shove, she can do what Shayna Baszler does just as well as Shayna does it. Yeah. You do and not Luke want mean. to argue with her. And look mean as hell. Yeah. Which made for an amazing match because... It was genuinely anybody's. Any, it was genuinely anybody's. You could not tell which way it was going to go. No kidding. No kidding. In the end, Basler, Basler retained, but the potential for a rematch is there because nothing was really settled, was it? No, no, no. And and it sort of you can see escalating as well. Yeah. And it it, it was an interesting dynamic with it as well because you'd got you know Belair who see, not, not Belair I do apologise you'd got uh, Baszler who is vicious and how long has she been champion for? It's a while Um, I'm really not sure I know it's a long time and this is her second reign so you the combined total of the two is even longer, but I haven't got the numbers to hand. Hold on. Right. Are you after the total days? Or current days? Uh, well, both. Her current, she, her current reign is actually beating her first reign. Wow. Uh, she's currently at 294. Four days. Which I think makes her the longest. Nope. Well, she's definitely the longest with the two reigns combined. Nope. She no. isn't. Wow. She's getting there. Okay. I know the longest, I think, the longest current reigning champion, oh no, is Asuka, of course. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. How many days? 200 and... What, Asuka? No, I know Asuka's was like Pete Dunn level, almost like 500 and something, but how many days... Yeah, how many days for Baszler so far? Currently. Currently, she's at 294 plus. 
in her current reign. But in combined days, she's at, I believe, recognised by WWE, which is 426. All right, that's not bad going. Not bad going at all. But it's it's interesting to say, interesting to say the least. But we'll, we'll you know, more on that later. But one thing yeah. that Shayna Baszler is, though, she is the first woman to be a two-time NXT Women's Champion. Absolutely. And that is something that is not going away anytime soon. Not at all, not at all. We digress. We digress. Uh, Yes, we have already spoiled it already. We do apologise because we have just let it out the bag. Yes, Shayna Baszler did defeat Mia Yim. But this was interesting because this match actually told the story and actually put doubt in my mind. I actually thought Mia Yim was going to take it. Yeah. I think at some point, and or for large parts of the match, most of us did. And um, and unfortunately, that isn't the case as Shane Baszler managed to successfully defend her championship. Yes. Belt. Now moving on. Moving on to the main event. Ooh. I was just about to say the big show then, but no, don't panic. He wasn't there. Wow. Yeah, as I said, at the top of the show, uh, every time I close my eyes, I still see the final moments of this match. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Which, uh, just for those who aren't sure and haven't seen it or don't know or have forgotten, I don't know how you could, but this was the two out of three falls match for the NXT Championship, pitting Adam Cole against Johnny Gargano. Yeah. As if you could forget. No kidding. Oh, well. Uh, I liked the build-up to this as well. The Both of them picked a stipulation, and William Regal got to pick the deciding one, should there be one. You knew going in there was going to be one. Yeah. And he didn't disappoint. No, it, it didn't, because first one, as we, as we, we know, was straight-up match. Yes. Straight up. Just and a wrestling match. Second second one, Street Fight. Yes. And, and I think... Go on. The third was... Uh, well, what the hell was it? Um, it was a sort of cross between the TNA Lethal Lockdown and... The that really rubbish Bob, elimination chamber that they let weapons in. It was almost like you know a barbed wire steel cage match, a little bit. It was basically a steel cage match with, with vicious weapons, and they were vicious with each other. That uh, you're not kidding. Understatement of the show. No kidding. It was every bit as brutal as you would expect. Yeah. And, well, it was one of them, wasn't it? It's it, it went back and forth, and much of the charging, we 
it was just a epic showdown. Something that these pair have done multiple times, but in this case, had to do it three times. Yeah. And also tell an interesting story. Now, there is a slight issue with this, I have. Well, I have one as well, but mine's just more on a fundamental fan level. So go on, you you first. I'll let you go first because I think yours might be the same. Oh, no. oh, possible. My fundamental on a fan level is the wrong guy won. Oh, right. That's what you were thinking. Mine yeah. was the fact that yes, we know that they fought each other before. And, yes, a few people uh, stated that this match wasn't as good, supposedly. We have fans raging against us, saying, oh, it's not that good, you know, we've been bored by this match, it's been happening too many times. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry. Sorry, what were they watching? Exactly. And those two guys could go out there and have a like world snooker championship final first two 37 falls match and you'd still be invested to the until the count of three on the 37th it was it was almost like they did their best hits but didn't do anything no because they weren't doing the Are best hits it didn't mean did you see the last minute no 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 did you see just, the end it wasn't i'm not saying that they weren't just doing their best hits i'm just saying they had to do something more they were investing a story, and I just felt I agree, as though, yeah. I just felt as though certain fans felt as though this needed to be escalated more. How the hell do you escalate it? Um, I've got two words for how you escalate it, and that might be the case going forward. No. Of the only real way they can, and those two simple words are Tommaso Champa. You could say that, but then the only way, the only other way I can think of is, is if one of them ends up killing them, kill, killing each other. Well, as I keep saying, the last, the the closing sequence of the match, yeah, um, they can't really top that in terms of insanity, or else one of them might. Pretty much, pretty much. But here's the thing: supposedly, rumor has it that Johnny, Gar- uh, if I'm not not 100 percent sure, that Johnny Gargano could be potentially getting called up. I would imagine that that's why he didn't win. Potentially, potentially. But we will have to wait and see to see the rest of it in regards to... Although, do you know what I would definitely look forward to on the main roster? Something that, because there's so much else going on, 
mm-hmm. on the brand. They never got round to on NXT, and I cannot wait for on the main roster if they do it. <laughs> Johnny Gargano against Ricochet. Amongst many, many other choice matches that that guy can have, but that's one in particular. It's something, like I said, they were both in NXT at the same time, but I don't think they ever even so much as shared a ring, never mind had a direct match. True, but here's another thing. If he is going up, part of me is already praying right now that Tomato Champa's coming back. Yeah, I think he's going up, but I, I don't think he is until Champa has come back. Because as I say, I um, what's the next NXT? Is it War Games? NXT-wise, you're thinking... The next takeover is War Games, is it not? I think it is. Therefore, there's, there's going to be some... All, all three of them inside a War Games cage, possibly with other people involved, you know to fundamentally end everything, Possibly. put a line under it once and for all. Possibly, but I feel as though Undisputed get the worst the worst of it at War Games because they've been in both of them. Give them a break. No. Give them a break from it. Give it to somebody else. That's just my opinion. Well, no, I'm just thinking that that's about the only logical way it can escalate any further, but... Like even in spite of everything that happened last night, I don't think the rivalry is done. Mm, neither do I. Neither. Do which me, which is, in my eyes, why the the wrong guy. Well, to be fair, the wrong guy lost. But then I don't think Gargano should have lost the title yet. I think it should have. He should have kept it until the point when he got called up. Mm. At which point he he does the whole "I'm going up with it" thing. Only to have you know who come back and yeah. cheat him out of it. I get you, but I don't. I don't want to see him come back as a as a villain. I want to see him come back as a face. Actually, I'd love what? you. I'd the Sicilian love, psychopath. Yeah, as a face. Yeah, and I know a way of doing it. I know a way of doing it. Well, the thing is, if he's going to get injected into the situ mix with Adam Cole in the long term, he's going to have to, isn't he? And you know how. How? Simple. Have Adam Cole give Gargano his send-off match on a big event. He gets rid of Gargano. He's done. Yeah, he beats him again. Wait, wait, wait. He beats him again. He sends him off. He sends him packing up to to the main roster. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, Says something cocky along the lines of, that's pretty much every challenge I have here beaten. There's nobody left. There's there's nobody who who's good enough to take my championship. There's nobody cue and cue the noise of the respirator machine or whatever it is at the start Very of Champions music. Yeah, I can see Very that working. Much. And then him just come walking down and go Don't you mean my championship belt named Goldie that I never officially <laughs> that lost. I never lost. And I want it back, and that starts right now, and then beats the living tar out of him. Yep, that works for me. That's what I mean. Oh, you thought you had it bad with Gargano. Oh, and then, and then, just before, for a bit of added jeopardy, just before, um, Champa makes his feelings known by 
knocking Cole royally from pillar to post. Cue backstage to a shot of either the rest of Undisputed Era, I don't know, laid out or locked in a room or somewhere so they can't come and save him. Yeah, that would be it. That would just be done. Yeah. Hashtag feud of 2020 already. And uh, Vince McMahon, please send all checks to the Burning Truth. Indeed. Yes. So, yeah, um, it's worrying that you said that about people thinking that they were just going through the motions and that people might actually be jaded by NXT because how could you? What? How, how is you? it possible to be jaded by the exact kind of wrestling that and you, you know, makes try it, you know, when the main roster doesn't provide? And it makes it, it makes it what 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 what's annoying me about that? Go on. Gargano responded. Go on. To the, uh, the you know the people criticizing. Oh, and he didn't do it sarcastically. You think? Him responding is a bad idea. Yeah. What a response. Okay, well, I've not seen it yet, so and for the benefit of others who may not have, please inform us, What? how did he go about it? He basically turned around and apologised for the fans for not, for not doing it good enough. That is a double-edged sword, because, edged sword, because that could quite easily descend into... Sort of like what they're doing with Eddie Dennis on NXT UK. Mm. You know, sort of, I'm sorry that nothing I do is good enough for you, entitled bastards, no, no, but kind of approach. Like so that. it's a very fine line it to didn't tread. Come across like it, that. No, no, but if it anyone could do it and not come across like that, it's Johnny Gargano. He's, and he did. You know. He did. He came across brilliantly because he turned around and says, you know, we, we all laid on the line, we do our very best. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it, the match wasn't up to your standards. Hopefully, the next time, if we do go again, we'll get it better this time. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. And it's like, right. he didn't have to do that. No, he didn't. But he did. But he did, and that's cool. And as much as I would love to dwell on NXT... We need to get racial We can't, because... To move on because we've got SummerSlam to do, and then we've got to get on with something a little bit closer to home. Pretty much, pretty much. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get on to SummerSlam. And do you want me to get this out of the way? Yeah. Are you happy with this? I have no idea what you're about to say, but I would imagine so. You'll be happy with this. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, John Below in predictions beat me. Ah, this, yeah, I did. Amazingly, I don't know how, but I managed to basically knock it out of the park. You almost literally clean sweep the entire event. The only one I didn't get, well, neither of us got, so I don't feel too bad. But but there's a good, there's a solid reason. We'll get to that in regards to it. But as for the entire event, he got them all. Yeah, which is... He got them all. Oh, wow. Well, I, that's it. I retire from predictions at this point because I can never... Oh, no, that. you don't. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, folks, I don't hang get on, it that easy. Hang on. I'm not 100% sure you might have clean washed it now. I've got one question for you. 
Did you what? know Lesnar or Seth? Pretty sure I said Seth, but I didn't actually write it down. So, yeah. It's right. If anyone wants I'm to, I'm sure it was. Yeah. I've been sure you did say it was Seth, but I'll check. Uh, I'll probably check that so we can possibly do a correction if it is. But even so, even with that damn, even if you didn't have it, you still won. Well, wonderful, wonderful news. But anyway, let's get down to business in regards to this because we've got plenty of matches to cover. Uh, I, I, to be honest with you, I felt as though this... I'll just shorten this down a, a, a bit more, if I'm honest with you. We'll, we'll condense it a little bit. I felt, what were your whole view of SummerSlam? Overall, um, it was good. But it felt like a lot of it could have been better, you know? Yeah. yeah. Plenty of it was, it was you know, a fantastic show and everything, but I wouldn't go so far as to say five-star classic. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Looking at the list of the matches here, there's quite a little bit too much here that's a bit short. I mean, some of it's for a reason, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Wow. One, two, three, four of the main show matches went less than ten minutes. Hmm. If I'm not I mean, mistaken... In the I case think... of three of them, that's predictable and that's understandable storyline-wise, but to have, you know, all those kinds of matches and they're all going to have that similar kind of runtime, it's, um... Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's a good thing. But anyway, we digress. We'll just get through this as quickly as possible. Uh, Drew Lack defeating uh, Oni Lorcan. Drew Lack, uh, a solid cruiserweight match. Both guys beat the tire out of each other. For the WWE Cruiserweight but Championship as well. I, yeah, I had to go and watch this back because I didn't get to see it live because, oh yeah, we run the air. Pretty much. But yeah, everything you expect. Drew retained, which I kind of thought would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good match. It's a good, solid back back and forth match. Showed that Drew can also hit hard as well, especially yep. against someone like you know Oni Lorcan. But Drew seems to be on the rise. He stocks on the way up, and we'll have to see what's next for him. Now, yes. Buddy Murphy defeating Apollo Crews via disqualification. Um, sort of a nothing match with a nothing result that doesn't really help either of them. I don't really see the point. I just felt as though. We got Rowan getting involved in this just to say, I'm involved. Daniel Bryan's involved. Yeah, basically as if to say, look, they're not on the card, but we've shoehorned them in. We've shoehorned them in. Keep your mouth yeah. keep your mouth shut, buddy. Yeah. And it was like, mm, okay. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah you, you like, you like, yeah, keep your mouth shut, but you helped him win. So did you really, you know, did you think that through? It did, but at the same time, what I thought was a bit wrong with this because Buddy Murphy is still being portrayed as villainous. He's he's not well liked and everything, and yet they're doing things that um portraying him more in a. Why are they getting villains attacking villains? Yeah, this I don't understand either. Um, no, it 
lost on me as well. But the whole match was, to be honest, you know, it was just a little bit. It was basically there to fill airtime, wasn't it? And you shouldn't have to say that about wrestling matches. No, because at the same time, I felt as though Buddy Murphy had his credibility destroyed on the previous week with Roman, with Roman Reigns. Then he's been destroyed again by Rowan on a, you know, even if it's a pre-show yeah. match. At least, Buddy Murphy had a good showing on this week's Smackdown, but no spoilers on in regards to that. You'll have to check that out if you haven't. Yeah. No spoilers in regards to that. But, well, um, the, and the final pre-show match, Alexa like Bliss it. and Nikki Cross Defeated. retained the Tag Team Championships against the Iconics Which in another, I, you know, recall, whatever, match. If I recall, I, this was one I thought the Iconics were, were going to win. And if I'm not mistaken, I actually turned around and said, I'd actually hope that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross do actually beat the Iconics. Yep, and I'm quite glad they did as well, because... Well, the, the Iconics are good at what they do, but they're sort of... Um, it's they, played... They're, it's they're, not, they're not championship material, are they? No. And what makes it worse for me, I felt as though this match wasn't as couldn't could have been even not even on the card at all. Really. It didn't really need to be, it didn't did need it? To no. be, but they did just for the sake of it. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, what happened to the supposed rules of no rematches? Oh yeah. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, that, that comes in and goes out depending on when they see fit, doesn't it? It's another wrestling logic rule. Yeah, but anyway, the point, the point being is, I thought... In actual case, what was so interesting in regards to this is, yes, I thought the, the when they won the match on Raw was far better because they seemed like it seemed more interesting. Yeah, yeah, it no, definitely did. Apologies, apologies for that, there, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a long day, and you know, extreme heat and exhaustion will cause what just happened. But anyway, we'll, 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 we what? digress. What? I'm no, no, confused. a bit of the noise, the noise vacuum that, that we just had. Oh, no, that's fine, that's fine. Okay, I'm with you now. No, uh, yeah, we need to move on. Yeah, we don't. First match. This, you know, let me just say, this match just felt as though it was just thrown in there and you, you could see that the dynamic wasn't as strong or as good because it just felt as though them winning the, the bout was, was quick and unexpected. It, it works. This one just felt as though it's just been thrown in just for the sake of it last minute. Yeah, pretty much. Um, all I can say is, when they do 
Night of the Clash of the role of the they can't make up their mind what they're going to call it of champions. Clash I hope champions. they put a bit more thought into that this particular um, yeah. titles match, you know, because it definitely felt thrown together. Yeah, which I think they'll actually do a far better job when it comes to the next event. I feel as though Alexa Bliss and Nikki Ross are a great tag team because they've got that. It's almost like a bit of a you know, love-hate relationship sort of, you yes. know, they like, they work well together, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird dynamic. It is, but it works. Yeah. Anyway, we need to move on to the main card because we've still got shed loads to talk about, so we'll start with the submission match for the Raw Women's Championship. Wow. Becky Lynch against Natalia. Becky Lynch defeating Natalia in a submission yes. match in Natalia's hometown, and I did not expect Becky Lynch to be more over than Natalia in her home fucking town. Do you want the harsh, cold, bitter truth? I did. Natalia's not over. Ouch. That's going to sting. Yeah, um, well, she's not, is she? The fact proved that, you know... No, it's was this it's not... was this nominally a face versus face match as well, or is Becky supposed to be? I think the original idea was they assumed Natalia was going to be loved because if you remember the commentary team were playing on that with Renee. Yeah, it didn't happen though, did it? It didn't quite happen, so they ended up having to switch it a little bit, and it ended up working off as face versus face, which is a bit of a different match. I thought Natalia. Turn around saying, "Oh, you want to cheer for her?" You can see that she became more, more villainous. Yeah, it well, it. Mm. That's why I've got to give credit to Natalia because even though she, she should have been portrayed as more heroic, she, she made the change on a drop of a dime. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't fault her for that, for um, you know, noticing and making an effort to, you know, swap things up a little bit, but. For me, it was just a sort of. I, yeah. I I I mean no disrespect to the ladies in question, but seriously, Lacey Evans, Natalia, can Becky have some real competition soon? Ouch! Some like proper top line. Well, we you know has it that Ronda could be coming back soon. And. Ronda, Ronda Rousey is a top contender. Yeah. In her own mind. <gasps> a bit harsh. <sighs> but seriously, the kind of matches that, you know... Again, I know it's been done to death, but Becky and Charlotte... Becky no, and no, no, no. Uh, Becky and a certain currently absent from the roster person who knows Bailey quite well... You know, oh, you really haven't been watching Raw lately. No, I clearly haven't. Is she back? Good. About time. And she's and she's nasty. Good, good. No, but that's just what I'm saying. This Let kind me just of state this. is what we want. Sorry for the spoilers there. If you, if anybody probably cocking on what I just stated there, we do apologise for that. But that is yeah. something I've had it, to cover. It was a very unsubtle, subtle hint. But we'll just we'll just gloss over that and move on. But anyway, believe the point me, is... believe me when I say this. That match at next event is going to be fucking 
epic. Good, yeah. This is the kind of thing that we need because, you know, it's kind of a waste of Becky Lynch's talents at the moment, I oh, feel. And it, no, no, no. This is, this is something that critics are saying. This is who Becky needs. And it's I f- that epic. fully and totally agree. But anyway. Anyway, speaking of a waste of time, Ugh. let's move on to the next match. Just cover it, please. Okay. Goldberg defeated Dolph Ziggler. Went to the back. Ziggler talked some utter bollocks on the mic. Goldberg came out and basically battered him again. Went out to the thing. The whole thing lasted about three minutes, but bloody hell did it feel like three hours. Moving on to the next match. Uh-uh. It doesn't get off that easy. Uh-oh. Warning. Warning. Matt Burns soapbox imminent. Warning. Warning. Right. I understand that Goldberg needed to avenge his last match. Yeah. Dolph did not deserve that. Really? Because everything about Dolph's current character absolutely cried out for that, from what I've seen. It got, no. And I'm going to apologise for the spoiler here, because I'm going to have to mention Raw. Something similar happened on Raw as well. Fair enough. Except that match was a little bit longer, and it just... Really? Really? Yeah. Really? It's just, Dolph is not in a good position right now. It's almost like, I can do this, I can do that. But rumour has it, Dolph supposedly doesn't want to be in WWE much longer. Which which could strike that, could he be wanting to head to AEW, potentially? And that's, you know, in regards to the treatment he's currently getting. And if that is the case, I don't bloody blame him! Question I is, say- though, do AEW want him? Yes! Really? Yes. He he's a great talker. He knows what he's doing. He can wrestle with the best of them. He's a great seller. He he's got all all, all the the tools. And what's so stupid is when they pulled the trigger on him, he was at the top of his field, and then just went, eh, let's just slip him with the writing. He's he's a blabbermouth bump monkey and he's one of the most overrated wrestlers of the last 10 years and frankly his current treatment is nothing more than he deserves. No. Tara, bye-bye. See you in AEW when you're losing to the artist formerly known as Dolph... Z- no, not Dolph Ziggler, sorry. Ty Dillinger. Have a nice life. <laughs> we don't yeah. wish you well in your future endeavours. Don't let the door hit your ass on the you way out. You don't like him, but it, even so, I felt as though when... No, but everybody who got up to the top got to have their moment to shine. They all had a moment to shine. When, for him, it was like he came up, had his moment to shine, which was all for five minutes. He had his 15 minutes of fame, and then it was like, yeah, see you later, thanks, bye. Um, Yeah, but the thing is, there's ways to deal with it, and there's ways to not deal with it. Which... Yes, I will say that they probably didn't do it the best way. But wrestling-wise, I felt as though whenever they got something good for Dolph and they were sinking, he was able to sink his teeth into, he could run with it. He could dive into it. He could do it. 
And then WWE was like, yeah, just slip up the last hurdle. But the thing is, he doesn't help himself. He doesn't with his selling. That's his, fine. His selling is ridiculous, and he, well, I, I just don't like him as a character. He just there's nothing. He doesn't have a redeeming feature. You might think that, but I as a face, don't... I just want to cave his in because he's not. He's so arrogant. He's not believable. And as a heel, I genuinely clap every time he loses in a minute and fifty seconds. It's not good. It's not good. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to from the, the next match. The singles match for the United States Championship. Well, I say singles match. Basically, the three-on-one handicap match. Mm. AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson against Ricochet. This one has almost got the same thing as that it had in regards to the same comments of NXT. You know, the main event. The fact that these pair knock it out the park and people are somewhat spoiled they expected you know nine star fireworks and the best match ever and you don't they are getting it they're getting great matches it's just that they're spoiled and they're expecting too much it's not that they're expecting too much it's just as though they've ramped up the the bar up and they haven't quite ramped it up further they want more but it's it's a selfish need a little bit it is Me, a bit because the, 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 the feud's got to start somewhere. It's it's got to, you know, you've got to come in at the ground level and work your way up to fifty three star classic. You can't start in fifth gear at one hundred and eighty mile an hour. You know. Correct, correct. And to be honest with you, me personally, I thought this was what it needed to be. Great match. It was also interesting to see how Ricochet tried to deal with Carl and Luke Anderson. The only problem, yeah. the only problem I had with it is. He didn't learn from the first time. I felt as though it, that damaged Ricochet a little bit because I think if mm. we, if you'd face off against AJ, you'd know he'd have his boys there. You'd at least try to get somebody to have you back. Yeah. At least. Hmm. Yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. Mm. Uh, the next match... Oh, actually, we didn't mention who won, but AJ oh, yeah. defeated Ricochet. Who retained the United States Championship, yeah. Let's move on. For the next match, Bailey against Ember Moon for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And <sighs> Bailey's kind of in the same boat as Becky Lynch at the minute. Don't get me wrong, Ember Moon is a top-notch challenger, but there was just something about this match that didn't work. Are you ready for that? For me. Do you know Go why? On. Right. We all know that Becky Bailey lost beat beat Ember Moon. Yeah. Saw it coming. Why? Uh, because Bailey handpicked her as an opponent. Not just because of that. Okay, go on. Why else? Never, never mind the fact that Emma Moon just reached the the main roster. She's not ready, or, or even even that. Look at the freaking build up and momentum. Yeah. It's um odd. You got the... Natty putting Emma Moon in the sharpshooter a week before the event, you know, days before the event, and Bailey coming down to rescue her opponent. Yeah, that. Then you've makes also got Emma Moon losing no matches the week before. Yeah. It was like really. Yeah, this and, it, and the match never really got going either. It was sort of. 
Yeah, it was just for me. It felt as though, yay, Emma Moon's in the title picture, but she's not credible because she couldn't beat other opponents on SmackDown and got beat up a little and bit. And there's actually no way she's going to win, so oh well. Because if she did, it wouldn't be believable. Yeah. Shame, because it had the potential to be a great match. just Correct. wasn't. I think, I think if both of these went in looking strong, and what made it worse was the fact that you'd got Emma Moon versus Natty the week before, regardless of it, neither one could lose, but there'll have to be a loser of some sort. But it's just really... Yeah, it was a little bit silly. And then they ended up doing that, the silly shenanigans thing, the fact that they both didn't exactly lose or win. crowd made it clear that they didn't like it. Yeah, what can you do? By that point, you've done it. You can't take it back. Correct, correct, correct. And we'll get back to that in a, a bit of that subject a bit later. But for next, we move on to Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon in the match that had telegraphed from day one written all over it. Yeah. I mean, Owens won. That's great. He shouldn't have lost because he is not leaving. He's got future Universal Champion written all over him. Or WWE Champion. Sorry, yeah. Um, He's just... No. This match didn't need to happen. It literally needed to be... Do you know what I would rather have honestly seen? What? I would rather have seen a repeat of Owens' match against Ziggler the month before. Ooh. Good morning, stunner, one, two, three, good night, and then a five-minute Kevin Owens promo about how he's not done with Shane McMahon because he wants a fair match next time where yeah. Shane puts his authority on the line. And yes, what but... was Elias's role in this match other than to be, like, belittled and beaten down and made to look massively inferior to Kevin Owens? Which do you recovered that on Smack? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Down, but that's on SmackDown. Because yeah. you clearly can see that this is not over because of SmackDown. And well, it yeah. Was, but it was just like, really, it's now getting it, boring. Yeah, it didn't need to happen. It needed to be, snap, Kevin Owens win. If we fight again, I'm not doing it unless you put your authority on the line. Otherwise, I'm done with you. I've beaten you. I'm moving on. Pretty it's what, much. It's what it needed to be. But at the same time, Shane could turn around saying, yeah, yeah, you'll do as I say, I'm your boss. Which is, it's yeah. giving Shane too much power because the woman can say stupid is the Omni-Shane. Yes. Is sort of... Just, yeah, but the thing is, he, he, he isn't... Vince McMahon, his 
dad, as you well know, yes, in his but, battles uh, with Stone Cold. Which is fine. Was, I, was I, there. He was saying, do you know what, Austin? You're going to do it my way. Uh, yeah. Austin, at which point Austin smiled, hit a stunner and went, oh, you think? Middle Whereas finger. Shane McMahon, as an authority figure, doesn't allow that level of ambiguity. It's just like, no, you will do what I say or I'll fire you. And it's just like, you, you can't impose that on him this soon. He's got to be allowed to get the better of you repeatedly. Otherwise... Yeah. He, if he can't, if he just flat out can't challenge your authority, then you're taking the wheels out from under him before he's even started going. There is that, and at the same time, it comes across as more, which is more to place the shame and strength, more bratty, childish. Well, yeah. I mean, as if it wasn't, if the comparisons weren't bad enough, they they've somebody has told Kevin Owens to start using a stunner as a finisher. I mean, <laughs> how transparent do they want to make it? <laughs> It doesn't make it any more... It, uh, what more can we say? But anyway, we digress. I think it was a good showing for Kevin Owens. I thought it was a good showing for Shane McMahon. It was good, the fact that he was showing how he was trying to cheat and trying to do, doing everything to, to get Kevin Owens to lose his job by possibly being disqualified with Elias being there. Adi, adi, adi. But it was still an interesting dynamic. I thought it was quite funny how Owens won the match because, but at the same time, he, should, he didn't need to win it that way with the cheat. No, but I think I think that was just. It was still I th- funny. I think that was just that was a funny, and I think that was B, Kevin Owens and WWE's way of basically saying, "Do you know what, Shane? I know you're going to break the rules. That's par for the course. Guess what? I can sink I can. to your level, and I'll still beat you." Yeah, I'll, I'll just do a bit of an Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. Ref, hold this chair. Put it. Put it away. Kick. Followed by a single noise. Just as a a quick reference to the old uh, WCW games, if you remember. Yes. Yes. Sorry, and old WWE games as well, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I I just thought I'd just throw that in. Yeah. Moving swiftly on. Charlotte Flair versus Defeated Trish Stratus. In what was a perfectly good match, I'm just kind of yeah. Great match. Got telegraphed by one comment, by one post. Okay, and what was that? Trish Stratus, win, lose or draw, I retire from wrestling after this match. Yeah. Oh dear. Little silly, and I thought it went on about twice as long as it needed to as well. But apart from no, that... but at the same time, it also showcased that Trish Stratus has still got it, which is amazing, absolutely showcased everything. She still has it, I just... <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying, it was just sort of a bit... It's a hard one. Uh, whatever. It's a hard you one know. for me, because I don't mind Charlotte Flair, but stop running down her throat... Yes, thank yes. God she's on the title picture. But what, you know, you, you're trying now to put her over the, the, the uh, title picture. Yeah, which is idiotic. Oh, and and speaking of, oh God, they're in the title picture again. No, no, no. Let's no, move yet. on. Not yet, not yet. Let me just, say, let me just have me two seconds. I do think it was still classy of Tristratus to do the old school way of leaving. Oh, I'll absolutely. Respect to her. And... Absolutely amazing match, I thought. 
personally. As much as we are iffing and arming in regards to it, was still a great match. That aside, in regards to even though Flair might have been thoughts down the throats, I honestly thought the match itself, brilliant, knocked it out the park. Yeah, no complaints from me. Like I say, I thought it went on a tad too long, but everything they did was okay. Yeah. Yes, and as I say, speaking, as we kind of were, of being elbowed into the title picture again. Oh, look, it's a WWE Championship match with Randy Orton in it. What is it, 2006 through 16 again? Hasn't that guy had enough title shots? Seriously. And the worst part about this is the way this one ended means you know they're going to go again. Definitely, definitely. But anyway, oh, anyway... Yeah, we uh, are talking about Kofi Kingston against Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Correct, correct. Just in case, if there was any additional noises in regards to the background, we do apologise for that. It's either a fan, a creaky chair, or we went under a bridge. I'm not sure which. Either way, either way. Yeah. Either way. These we, things happen. It happens. We'll, we, we will continue on. The, the net result of all this is Kofi Kingston is still your WWE champion because the match ended in a non-finish, a double count-out. Which was the one match you couldn't predict. Yeah. No one could. No one probably saw that coming. I think a fair few probably were living in fear of Kofi losing, to be brutally honest. <sighs> Kofi's got probably one title reign in him. It needs to be long. Randy doesn't need a 14th, like he probably didn't need any no, of the previous no. five. He doesn't, but at the same time, the way this ended, it just felt it should be one and done. Yes, well, we know Yes, we know Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton have history. Yeah, I agree, but it should have been another point on the yes, I do deserve to be here, Kofi Kingston, um, yeah. you know, sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The Kofi Kingston, I am worthy of this spot tour by beating Randy clean and moving on to the next person that doesn't think so. And moving on to the the, the dirt that was already there. The problem yeah. is, it just felt as this just feels like they're just continuing it just for the sake of it. Possibly mm -hmm. because I'm wondering, I'm actually now wondering if he's actually got any actual contenders for Kofi. I'm starting to think random minus was a double count out, which to me implies. Night of Champions, it's going to be a rematch. I don't think they have. Mm, which, which is a bit concerning. Yes. They've got a locker room full of people, and yet they can't promote someone to challenge. I think that's terrible. Correct, but at the same time, I felt as though Kofi Kingston's run hasn't been as amazing as it has. I think it's been... Great. It's been as good as they've allowed it to be, given how they've booked it. They can't be surprised. You know, it's them that have pulled the strings. Correct, correct. And that's what it, and that's where it is. It just feels as though, yes, they, they pulled on the fact that they brought a bit of realism with it, with Kofi supposedly being held back because of Brandy Orton, adi, adi, adi. He's but yeah, there, if ever there was this... a time for him to go, look... I deserve this. Here's the proof. Good one, two, three. Good night. This was it, and they just didn't it. do it. And they haven't. 
he's dragging it out a little bit. Yeah. Which is... Justification. That's the word I was looking for about five minutes ago. Kofi Kingston's justification for being champion. Which feels like it's it's now being waned because they prolong it. Which also says, is Orton going to be taking it off him? Because of the whole storyline now. Because they've prolonged it. Dreadful, dreadful throwbacks to the aborted championship run of Bray Wyatt. Speaking of which, which, moving we'll, on. Which we'll now move on because, yes, Kofi Kingston, in a way, by did of successfully the, defend his championship because yeah, by virtue of the no counter. decision. Yeah, he is still your WWE champion. Moving on to the last person who Randy Orton beat for no apparent reason to lift the championship he didn't need. But at the same time, Bray Wyatt might have not been ready at the time, and as he hadn't had many. Many really successful wins. Bray Wyatt, however, is a true one-off. Yeah. As was proved by the fact that he's reinvented himself again. Again, in such an amazing way. Yeah. The new version of his entrance theme, even more chilling than the original. That lantern, oh my goodness me. Yeah, that's one way of keeping people out. Yeah. And, uh... Well, this match was everything it needed to be. It was. It was short. It was someone to be feared. It was short, brutal, sweet, and the right guy won. Correct. And and on top of that, it wasn't the the demon Finn Balor. It was the fiend Bray Wyatt against the extraordinary man Finn Balor. Finn Balor, who was perhaps slightly telegraphed this. He was predictably... No match for The Fiend, but that didn't make for any less of a... Correct, 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 because like like we have stated that Finn Balor could be potentially taking some time off. I think he has requested uh, two months leave of absence, which last I heard had been granted. So we're not going to be seeing him for a little while. Correct, but at the same time, this almost turns... it's It's almost like a bit of the irony against Finn Balor. Because you've got Bray Wyatt who's tapping into his demon. And it's like Finn's having to face off against another demon. Now, this could potentially lead to Fiend versus Demon. Now, I was just going to mention that. Whether it be for the main title or... Hang on, what? Are they on SmackDown? Or Raw? Which brand are these two on? I get so confused. <laughs> it's Raw, right? I believe Wyatt is potentially on Raw. I'll just get that double check for you. Well, it, essentially, the point I'm trying to make is whether it be for the world title on either brand or the Intercontinental or US title, I can see the build-up to the second collision between these two Possibly be, let's say, for the Intercontinental title, for the sake of argument. No, the interesting um, thing is, my mistake, uh, the Fiend and Bray Wyatt on Raw and Finn Balor's on SmackDown. Oh, I see. But uh, as I say, the, the, the thing I was building towards there was, I can see, possibly for the second tier title, or possibly for the world title, depending on how far they decide to push Bray Wyatt, I can see the rematch. I'd say for the Intercontinental title, because it's quite gimmicky for the main one, but I'd say the rematch, the fiend versus the demon 
for, let's say, the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania? Possibly, but at the moment I feel as though no championship should really be involved. Really. Well, no, okay, maybe not. But, yeah, I can see after Balor's come back, he can tease wanting to come back at the... At the Fiend. And, and the build-up, the finish could be, like like we say, Fiend versus Demon at WrestleMania. That would be, well, I think, the suitable way to draw a line under that particular feud and have one or both move on towards going towards the title picture because both of them should be in it. 100%. Not disagreeing with you. Yeah. Not and now we come on to the quote marks in the air inverted commas main event correct also known as the thank fuck for that match it is is, this was another this was another match I so wanted to be wrong on and I was yes because, um, essentially, see you, Brock. No one's going to miss you. Bye. Have a nice life. Retired. Suppo- Rumour has it supposedly, originally, it was meant to be Brock going over on Seth Rollins. Rumour has it that it was ordered by uh, the new head of Raw for Seth Rollins to become victorious. Remind us again who that person is. Hmm. He'd be, he'd be linked with Brock Lesnar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mr. Paul Heyman, but that was like back, back, you know, in the back locker room. And on top of that, what was so clever as well as Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar, and then Paul, there was a bit of a, a comment made by Paul Heyman stating that, you know, Seth Rollins was bricking it, thinking Brock Lesnar was going to come running down the aisle, ready to pummel him for a rematch, when it's like, well, there's no rematches. Yeah, and this technically was the rematch, even though there aren't any. In a way, but Seth Rollins managed to get his chance in regards to having a... Basically, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally with you, yeah. The right man won. That alone was the best part of the way to end the show. Everyone went home happy. Yeah. The champ is in once again. The vacant champ has gone, hopefully forever. For now. Yeah. And if it is coming back, then I would say more importantly, it should be it should be him fighting against somebody to put them over, to make them look good. <sighs> if I'm not mistaken. I I agree. I think Lesnar needs to go. If he does come back. He's made his point. He needs to go absolutely... He needs to be like a sort of undertaker at WrestleMania. He needs to have marquee matches and go absolutely nowhere near the title. Because yeah. he doesn't need it. He doesn't, he doesn't need to have it outright. No. If he's going to appear once yeah. a month and then on a pay-per-view and then that's it, no. Yeah. Title should be on a full-time performer. Correct. And now it is, which is good. And it's back onto a full-time performance. But we'll have to see what they do next in regards to Seth Rollins at the moment. Yep. We'll have to see what like, they do next. Where they go next and whether they've actually got an opponent lined up for him. Overall, 
Personally, I feel as though they've got plenty they can do with him at the moment. I agree. It's just a case of whether or not they actually do it. True, true, true. But it, uh, it's but then again, take into account that you know, not this week. You know, the following week we do actually have the King of the Ring to talk about. Oh yeah, I'd heard that they were bringing that back. That the that they were that they were. But we will actually go into uh, who we actually think will win it, most likely next week. In regard, possibly to next week, possibly the week after, we shall see. But anyway, yeah, that's WWE business covered for this week. But we're not done. We're not done. All this is a subject that is self-plugging. Yes, it is. It is something that I actually run myself. Yes, we know. And yeah, yeah. If, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, we've even got the preview out as well on YouTube. Ooh. Yeah, so if, check that out if you get a spare minute. After we're done here, if you don't mind, you can wait a little bit longer. Definitely, definitely. Or you can check it out, or, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully it could be linked in with this. You know, possibly you can probably see it in your, you know, in, in your recommendations, as long as you, you know, if you like in UK way. We'll just go through a quick overall run through of the card because I will state this: it's hard for somebody to try and even try. It's been me trying to catch up with a lot of what, what's going on. Yes, yeah, I can completely understand. You have plenty to think about. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that someone tried to send me a medical bill. I'm sure they did, and I bet I can know who as well. Yeah, but we'll get to that. But anyway, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we'll do a quick, quick flash uh, review. You know, quick results in regards to UKWA Ready for War, which is Might Legacy managed to defeat Connors on Black. Yeah. Anything um, on that? Yeah, uh, Connors and Black. I think for their sins underestimated exactly how much the Myatt Legacy are prepared to bend the rules to win this match, and it cost them. True, but at the same time, it's almost like a Myatt Legacy almost had somebody in their back pocket. Ever so slightly, yes. Which definitely worked in their favour. Which, it might not have been, they might not have actually been in their back pocket, but it could even be that they actually saw an opportunity and went for it. It does appear that way, and... Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And then we got Kieran McQueen defeating Dougie Matthews. In a match which had stipulations. Kieran McQueen in winning earned himself entry number 30 in the main event Ready for War Rumble. Yeah. And Dougie Matthews in losing earned himself entry number one. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's just state this. Entry number 30... Is a great, is a great selection to be in. You know, great opportunity possibly to win, win the rumble. Whereas number yep. one, <sighs> number one, you've got your work cut out. Pretty much, pretty much. Especially in a situation as frantic as the rumble turned out to be. But did we expect anything different? Correct. And, la- and ladies and gentlemen, let's just date it. Let's just move on. Then we had the King of the Kingdom Championship match. Which was an open challenge. Wow. I did not expect them. 
No. Well, the thing is, that's the beauty of an open challenge is open your mind, expect anyone. And, well, we expected almost anyone, but I don't think... I think pretty much the two people who ended up responding and making this a triple threat were pretty much the only people who expected themselves. Correct. Now, if I'm not mistaken, we actually had, you know, Charles Kelsey in the ring clearly, you know, ready to first match. He was ready, you know, saying, bring out anybody. And he thought he was going to be getting some slouchies. Did he get slouchies? I think he thought he was going to get someone who he could, you know, five-minute walkover job. He didn't. No, no, no. Let me just take this. This is something that, if I'm not mistaken, at the start of the show, though, we found out that uh, AJ Hughes is actually linked with Charles Kelsey and Christopher Drew. If I'm not mistaken, they even branded themselves, if I'm not mistaken. They did. As the All Elite Express. Sounds a bit sort of early 90s UWA, that, to be honest. But is it UWA? Possibly the American... Yeah, they could well be. Paying some homage, but even so. Wow, this was interesting. You know, he he probably probably was thinking, you know, Kelsey thinking to himself, there's nobody in the back who's going to be dumb enough to take me on. I've got this in the bag. Drew will send somebody out. You're going to make me look bad now. Go on. Because if I turn around and go, but there was... That that implies that I'm saying they are dumb enough, and that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, I saw you. I saw you in your wrestling gear, uh, 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 you know, on the commentary table. W- would you have got in the thing with Charles Kelsey? I did. I did mention this last week. I did it solely because I wanted to wind up my fellow commentator Tom Baker, not the Fourth Doctor, that I might be in the Rumble. And do you know what? It was an absolute dud because he didn't even mention it. However. Would I? Yes. Would I have done as well as either of the people who actually ended up getting in the ring with him? Undeniably not. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just get down to... Let's just not beat around the bush and just get down to who answered the call. First one up was none other than Dave Dal Vecchio. Dave Dal Vecchio. Making his UKWA debut. Sorry. Correct. And he also had company with him in Filthy... His manager. Well, actually, I, I I won't say Phil because that's his former name. I'd say none other than Phil Woodvine. Now, some people are probably thinking, where have I heard that name before? And some people will already know. But for those that don't, please fill them in. Just check out Pro Wrestling for you, ladies and gentlemen. Because if I'm not mistaken, Dave Delvecchio is the current Pro Wrestling for You champion. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, Phil Woodbine is a bit of a... He's almost in the same boots as me. He runs it. He is the owner of Pro Wrestling for You. And as if Dave Delvecchio wasn't enough of a challenge for the King of the Kingdom champion, Charles Kelsey also faced off against, I believe, the first ever King of the Kingdom champion. Correct. None other than the... Bevy weight drill. Yeah. For those of you who watch it when it comes out on Turnbuckle TV, please, if you'd like to count the number of times I make a frankly awful joke about drill, namely a pun about his name or something similar, 
<laughs> please let me know how many it was and yeah i apologize in advance i got away f- it got away from me it was only supposed to be one or two i'm actually I- i'm actually now wondering if i should actually get that match and get a counter on it you can if you so wish coming um we'll have to wait and see on in the needless to say i think Stuart summers the king of the ring announcers and my fellow commentator had his head in his hands going, I can't believe you just said that a good half a dozen times in the course of the match. Correct, correct. But ladies and gentlemen, this is an interesting matchup because what made it so interesting is the fact that Charles Kelsey uh, dissed the, you know, dissed somebody who actually was at the show who basically managed to give All Elite Express a bit of a taste of their own medicine by even socking one to Drew, Christopher Drew, and even waiting for that as well. None other than Basham. You know, Basham, yeah. Charles Carlton made a reference to Basham in his open challenge announcements by stating, you know, the one who's injured himself and then the, the supposed dot who lost the belt, referencing Drill. Now, you think that you'd be... Wow, you know, you make an open challenge. Yes, he thought that, you know, most likely Basham couldn't answer the call because he wasn't medically cleared, and he wasn't. But unless he'd been told some dud insider information, however, he should know better than to tease a perfectly healthy drill. Correct, but at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, let me just state this. Yes, that Luke Basham did actually get into the ring, and yes, let me just state this. Luke Basham did personally sign a waiver to be able to, to go into the ring. So he, he went in under his own free will and did not hold UK Way responsible. And the funny thing about it is he actually opted for that himself. There was no UKWA bending his arm behind his back saying, go on, sign it, sign it. He was more no. than happy to. He actually he was the one who actually pointed it out and said, could I have the form so I can actually be in the ring? He was the one who opted it. It's probably because he wanted to just get his hands on Christopher Drew, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and can you blame him? Not really, especially the fact that he has been a bit of a thorn in, in his side. But I'm pretty sure that he probably got a little bit of redemption. I'd say the on. scores were pretty much even after the end of tonight. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Ooh. Correct, correct. But anyway, um, what was so interesting in this match is it was a hard-fought contest, back and forth, back and forth. Now, this is no knock to Dave Dalvecchio. He didn't come out the, the victor. You know, Charles Kelsey was successful in defending his championship, but it was also interesting the fact that he didn't pay, pin Dave Dalvecchio either. No. He managed to get the, the pin victory over the bevyweight, and if I'm not mistaken... He even had a bit of a slice, uh, a comment to say to Drill. I believe he did. Which, if I'm not mistaken, he even turned around and stated the, the exact words of uh, Justice for Drill is over. Yeah, pretty much. N- absolutely no confusing what he meant by that. No, he was not He was not beating around the bush. Basically, he was referencing in regards to what had happened in the past in, in regards to Drill. But Drill hadn't mentioned that even going in. But it was almost like Charles Kelsey was trying to hit a sword spot at, at the heavyweight Drill. Well, given his recent history at UKWA shows, you can't say you're surprised by that. It's Charles Kelsey. He loves to rub... He loves to... Upset a lot of people. Rub people up the wrong way, as it were. And so far, it's working to his advantage because, well, like it or not, he is still your champion. Correct, correct, Our correct. Our champion. 
that he is. And ladies Sorry, and gentlemen, but... we now move on to a absolutely amazing match, which was none other than AJ Hughes versus Kit Knox. This was Kit more Knox. so for, this was more the... so for Pride. Yeah, AJ Hughes, the newest member of the All Action Takeaway. Sorry, what are they called? All Elite Express. That's the one. And Kit Knox, the newest member of Shropshire uh, Hardstyle. Hardstyle. So a lot on the line in this match. That it was. That it was. It was more for bragging rights. This was. Now, interestingly enough, you know. Back and forth, you know, AJ Hughes had already got beat to pick with Kit Knox. As I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he, Kit Knox managed to successfully defeat one of AJ Hughes' proteges in the fact of Jared Gorwick. Yep. And so this was, this was a grudge match. Uh, and as you would expect with the factions involved, um, ringside was fairly crowded. Pretty much, pretty much. And here's the thing. AJ Hughes turned around and can, t- can say, oh, Kit Knox won by a fluke. He won by a fluke. The last time I checked, Kit Knox beat Jared Gorwick by clean. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Yes, AJ defeated Kit Knox in this event, but I wouldn't say it was clean as much as AJ Hughes is trying to state. It was clean. It was, um, yeah. It wasn't really, was it? Much Interference. Yeah. Anyway. Correct. Correct. Less said about that, the better. However, one thing that we did miss off, if I'm not yep. mistaken, and this was during the uh, Kieran McQueen match early on, I believe Christopher Drew walked out with Dougie, if I yes. remember. And if I remember, who did he say run the show? I believe... That he may have erroneously claimed that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what changed his tone. Well, as in made him say that or made him stop saying that? Pretty much stopped saying it and quickly uh, absconded. I, I'm fairly sure it might have had something to do with the person in the next match. No. No, it wasn't. Not in the next match. Okay. I turned up. Ah, well, you there you go. Yeah, I do. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. I'm, 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 I'm moving. It. I'm thinking about the fallout from the main event, but we haven't got yeah, to the main yeah. event yet. There's one more not match yet, first yet. yet. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But anyway, we'll, anyway, we digress. The, the, the thing is, I have to sometimes put Drew in check. However, when Drew does overreach, there are certain times where even I can't even defend him from his own actions. No, let's just say. His mouth wrote checks that, well, at Ready for War, his backside had no choice but to cash, whether he liked it or it, not. It, it, I don't think it was backside. It was more like his chest, but we'll get to that a bit yeah. in the next few minutes. But anyway, but anyway, we digress. We get to the match before the, you know, the you know the pre-main event, the, the match, you know, before the main event, you know, the, what is known as the co-main event, if I'm not mistaken. Semi-main event, if you will. Yeah, which is none other than Chantel Jordan versus the debuting Kendra. Kendra, who, well, UKWA management mm-hmm. manages to look at Matt Burns sideways, even though he's not in the room, couldn't have picked a more difficult opponent for Kendra's first ever UKWA match, and indeed, 
first ever match. If I'm honest with you, I didn't pick it. Oh, okay. I didn't pick it. And this Fair is enough. this is the odd thing. This was the odd thing. When Kendrick came in to pretty much get you know sign up to UK anyway, uh, and everything, she actually put in a request. There's Brave, and then there's Brave. Wow. She actually wanted to face off against Chantal Jordan there and then. And they're actually almost, you know, they know, you know, Kendra's been, you know, sort of follows Chantal Jordan and everything. And, you know, Chantal's always been respectful to fans and everybody that know her and everything. So when she pretty much came in, if I'm not mistaken, Kendra's exact words were, were pretty much... I know exactly who I want to fight, and if I'm if I'm going to fight anybody, you know, if I'm going to be coming into UK UKWA, I want to be aiming for the top. So I'm going to go for you know the person who I think's at the top. I want to outright challenge Chantel Jordan, and before I could even re- you know possibly suggest that or recommend anybody else, Chantel had actually overheard it herself and pretty much just. You know, Be, you know, being the equal opportunities girl much, that she is, said, "Yeah, go on then." Pretty much, turn round says she'll take on all comers. She won't back down, and that you know, she would, she wouldn't, and that, and the fact that she wouldn't insult Kendra by either going easy or anything. She's going to be coming at her with everything. She just hopes that Kendra oh, came yes, at her with yeah. everything, which and she did. They both, which they did, you know. Kendra came out, Chantel Jordan, with everything she got from what she learned, you know, from training and everything, and probably most likely from what she studied of Chantel. Chantel probably got caught for a loop, especially with Kendra debuting. It probably might have uh, gave Kendra the edge in that sort of way because Kendra had actually seen some footage of Chantel Jordan where Chantel can't actually have been be able to, you know, mentally prepared for Kendrick, especially with somebody who was debuting. I know what you're saying. Well, indeed. And as it turned out, Kendra, although she came up short, gave a very good account of herself. Correct. Put up a very valiant effort and everything. And, you know, you could see that that there was plenty of respect between Chantel and Kendra. Absolutely. But ladies and gentlemen... it's time for the main event. The most hectic half an hour I think you'll ever see <laughs> in British wrestling. Now, if I'm not mistaken, on this show, I believe that ring announcer Stuart mentioned that there was meant to be entries at every minute, which was a bit of a slight delay. Uh, yeah. A bit of a crosswise. It wasn't a minute. It was every 30 seconds. It had to be because of many factors. Many, many factors, which, which we can't go into at the moment in time. But, ladies and gentlemen, what a that match was! At, when we say ready for war, rumble match. Yeah, it was basically all that thirty war. guys just tearing each other apart. And especially for the fact that you know it was to earn the right for any match. Against anyone, at any time. And I've got to be honest, I earned a grudging respect for 
Charles Kelsey. Because yeah. not only did he enter the match in an attempt to, you know, not only be the champ, but get the top match for himself as well. Yeah. Assuming, of course, that if anyone else won, they'd be gunning for him. And so, you know, trying to eliminate a bit of competition Potential, there. Potentially, but, but yeah. He also entered at number three. So Number three. That's now, going. For me, the fact that he actually stayed in... It's quite brave. Yes. You know, did he have a game plan at the time, you know, and everything? But we'll get on to his supposed game plan shortly, which I was not exactly pleased about. Yeah, the answer is yes, he did, and it was not to everyone's taste. But the Rumble itself was, as we said, about half an hour of absolute carnage. It was, it was. It seemed like all Elite Express had their game plan. We had plenty of debuts. We nearly had, came off for them. Pretty much, we had pretty much new debuts, new faces, new look, you know, people. People wanted to make a name for themselves. If I'm not mistaken, I believe at one point someone got power bombed. We also um, had at one point we had uh, what I believe was a Bible being used to belt several people in the face. Ouch! Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard of forcing up the uh, forcing the good word onto people, but calm down. Indeed, indeed. Plenty of new faces, plenty of good showings, plenty of surprises. And what would a rumble be without a bit of controversy? Yeah. Entry number 29. Before we even get to the end of the match, entry number 29. I don't know who he spoke to to pull strings with. Well, I do, actually, because I'm guessing it wasn't you. Yeah. Um... Entry number 29, especially, actually especially, putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah, es- yeah, especially for the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, when that match was announced, I had to turn around and state anybody who's under contract. Now, due to legal termination, due to the legal terms, he's a very, very crafty and devious person. And so he took full advantage of that. He had taken advantage of that because... Now, of course, in case you aren't quite following us, referring to entry number 29 in the Ready for War Rumble was the general manager of UKWA and member of the well Crispy Takeaway Express, or whatever they're called. All, all Elite Express, and if I'm not mistaken, he was endorsing them. Yes. Uh, Christopher yeah. Drew, in the Rumble, has he lost his marbles? Apparently not. No, but the fact that he, he managed to weasel his way into it didn't exactly bode well in my eyes. However, it certainly did. However, as much as I don't, I disagree with him putting himself in the match. However, I allowed it for one reason only. Because you really, really wanted to see twenty nine other people get their own back. Pretty much. Yeah, that's fine. And so it turned out. Yeah. He got eliminated. He did. He did now, not, however, now, go quietly. Fair enough. He was eliminated. Good effort for trying. He tried to do something. Now, the question I've got to ask is, what match was he trying to set up? Ooh. Well, you have to imagine he was trying to help a certain associate of his true but from from the all day takeaway um 
to get them get themselves a nice match in the future against a cushy opponent and maybe you know just be maybe i don't know maybe you might book someone who is not an UKWA regular and so he will feel that he can relax for sure because he doesn't have to put the title on the line or maybe you know he can use it to in, he can invoke it to say i'm my own opponent in a title match so i'm having the night off i'm not sure what charles kelsey's game plan was no, I don't but mean, christopher I don't drew mean, was definitely yeah, no. part of trying to achieve it no no but the point being is drew with charles kelsey i actually had a bit of a hint from him because i believe that he was he was interested in some you know if i'm not mistaken real competition yeah as he was stating but Drew, as much as as much as you could say it, yeah, you only you'd only put yourself in that match is if you were after something yourself. You, th- you think Drew was after a match of his own? I think Drew was after something more than what he was. I can't quite put my finger on it, but well, needless to say, if he's at the next show. And as I wholly and wholeheartedly predict, he gets his hands on a microphone. I'm sure he'll explain his reasoning. Possibly, possibly. But to be honest with you, I'll forget about it for the time being. We we will continue on. Now, what I thought was absolutely interesting is, yes, he was eliminated. And we got down to the final two, which was Kit Knox and Charles Kelsey. Credit to him. Again, grudging respect to Charles Kelsey. He put the work in, he made it all the way to the final two. Correct. What I don't appreciate is the fact that when you are eliminated from a rumble, what what are they meant to do when you are eliminated? Immediately return to the locker room and stay there. Now, did Christopher Drew do that? No. Now, no, he didn't. Now, he can turn around and say, oh, well, I'm the general manager. That's fine. He can still stay out there, a general manager. But name me something that he did that I have had to warn him countless times. Yeah, yeah, he's the general manager. He's not supposed to get involved. Handy directly got involved once again. again. This is after he got to warning two of three. At last month's show. Yeah, and take into account he got a, a pass the first time from, yeah, my, from um, my my own business associate, Renee. Uh, yeah, and last time out he was told if we if he got to strike three, strike three was he was out the door permanently. He got to strike 2.9. And he yet close. he still thought he'd try his luck this time. And he nearly got what he wanted. The good news was, of course... A certain co-owner was having none of it. No, because as much as I can turn on and say that stipulation that I had placed on him at the uh, former show wasn't in place, however, I was not going to let him get away with what he had been doing. Which I, is blatant interference. I had an inkling he was going to be involved. And as much as... as do not give it away, oddly what? enough. Was it not when he walked out to the ring told that he was a legitimate comp- competitor in the Rumble? Take into was account, it... I didn't even know about that. Well, no, you weren't actually backstage, so you wouldn't have known. I was actually in the office, and all of a sudden, you know, I sort of decided to 
Hmm, rumbles are happening. I'd probably have a bit of a nice walk down. I'd probably check out, you know, check up on the, on the, you know, the main event. And lo and behold, I walk past the locker room. Uh huh. And as I walk past the locker room, I notice that in a certain locker area, that was you know left open because it was you know. You know, especially with all this room, and I, and I noticed I did a quick head count, and I thought to myself, "Hmm, Charles Kelsey hasn't come back, and neither has Christopher Drew. He must be out outside." And I thought to myself, "He's probably outside with his suit on." I then noticed something hanging up. A suit, in the nice, ready to be taken to the dry cleaners, um, bag. And there's no Christopher Drew. Which is not a good sign. And I'm thinking to myself, is he is he in the shower or something? So I dismissed it at first. I pretty much yeah. walked straight to the you know into pretty much into the gorilla position, and as I look on my cameras, who do I see? Not just outside the ring, but in it. In it. Yeah. No, this no, by no. this point, of course, we'd already seen this on commentary and. Well, we couldn't quite believe it either. Which is which is where at that point I looked at it to myself, is he insane? I'll allow it at this point. I'll yeah, see how but... far he goes. He then got eliminated. And I thought, fair enough, fair dues. No, was, you know, he hasn't up. Yeah, you know, he was doing trickery and everything together. But even so, there's no rules in that match as such. But he's the thing. The the. Go- Rules as minimal as they are can still be abused, as we found out the hard way. Correct, but then when he was at ringside and he ended up... As Charles Kelsey is trying to attempt to eliminate Kit Knox, pulls out Kit Knox's hand underneath him to assist Charles Kelsey. From outside the ring, having already been eliminated, if memory serves. And being involved, which... No, I'm sorry. If you were eliminated... You leave. You do not yes. get back in. You do not get back in. No. And do not interject yourself involved in that match. Yes, but he, he did. He interjected himself into the match, which I only, I allow because he was being brave enough to fight. But then re-entering it in again and using abuse of power. Absolutely, which is why the match had to go down with the ending that it did. I don't want to spoil too much because, hey, we want you to watch it when it comes on Turnbuckle TV. No, no, no. But we, 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 will, we, will, to... we will, no, we will reveal it. We will reveal okay. it because, if I'm not mistaken, I well, was We can give away the result, but we don't have to give away exactly how it got there, you know? True, true, true. But all I'll just state, no, actually, you know, forget it. I'll just get it off my chest because we've got plenty to say about all of Lisa's brass. What I will state is the fact that I was ready. I was considering about to fire him. If it was, if it wasn't for the fact that Shropshire Hardstyle turned off, I was considering firing. Wow. Well, maybe they should. Maybe um, Shropshire Hardstyle. We should be grateful that they did, but maybe they're not so much. Having all heard I'll that. say is, all Elite Express should be thanking Shropshire for walking out and vacating them out the ring. Yeah. And also giving a bit of a teaching lesson to Kelsey to not gang up on on one person. Yes. And at that time, while they were both drained, I thought to myself, 
We're now at even Stevens level. Restart the final two. Absolutely. To make it fair. And Kelsey put up a valiant effort. And none other than Kit Knox gets the win. Indeed. So that means any match, any point, any time in the future, if he hears it announced and goes, I want you to make that a triple threat, or if he hears someone announce who's making their debut and goes, ooh, 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 me, 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 I want to face them, he now pretty much can whenever he wants. One thing I did find odd. What? I'm surprised he didn't go straight for Kelsey there and then. There's the potential that could still happen, but... In, he could have. Uh, yeah, he, he could have. But he didn't. He wanted to be able to face Kelsey possibly at his best. Which is fair enough. Under so. possibly fair rules. Now, end of the show. We digress. I will state, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that Shropshire Hostile even managed to make a statement of stating... We still managed to kick in all the Elite Express while they got an additional member. Yes. And then, was their announcement official? Do they have the same number of members now? It was a temporary member. Ah, okay. A temporary member who, nevertheless, let's say, I don't know, kicked Christopher Drew hard enough that, I don't know, might have even knocked some sense into him. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is where the me- this is where the medical bill came from. Christopher Drew yes. from taking some vicious headshots and vicious kicks to the chest from Chantel Jordan. And if I'm not mistaken, honorary I- temporary member of Shropshire Hardstyle. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe CJ Connors wasn't making you know was just probably riling up Chantel by stating that Christopher Drew had said some naughty things, being a bit naughty himself by actually saying that Christopher Drew had said things that. Well, he may think privately. I don't think he had actually said out loud. He may not have, but it's it's Chantal is is isn't just called the bad girl for nothing. Absolutely not. And as you say, you you maybe would have called time it a bit sooner had you known the size of the medical bill you were going to get. But at the same time, oh no, very no, 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 satisfying no, no, no. to watch. He, he, very satisfying to watch. Here's the funny thing about it: the medical bill came in, and do you want do you want do you know what the funny funny thing was? Go on. I don't think Christopher Drew actually expected me to sign it. I've got to be honest, I didn't either. I did not think you were going to say that. I had to sign it. I do have some compassion. (sighs) Well, unlike Christopher Drew, by all accounts. But yes, that's a good thing. I do have some compassion. No, it's a good thing that you do, not that he doesn't. I just want to clarify (laughs) that. Yeah, I do have some compassion. And even I felt sorry for him. Yeah. But anyway, we digress. That was a wrap-up of the show. Wrap-up of UKWA Ready for War and pretty much a wrap-up for the show as well because we need to get out of here because we have been rabbiting at you for, frankly, long enough. Correct. Could not have said that any better myself. And one thing I will state is the next show, which is, if I'm... If I am poorly mistaken, I'm just getting some of the details. The next show, ladies and gentlemen, get your diaries out and get a pen ready because we're about to give you the date, the name and the date of the next UKWA show. 
So, yeah, I'm just filling, I think, while Mr. Matt Burns gets out his Filofax. He's a very 80s guy, Matt Burns, and uh, scrolls to the right page. And finds the relevant date. He's already got marked in red, uh, sorry, pink highlighter. Pink? Well, they don't make red highlighters, do they? It was either pink, yellow, or green. That's what colour you get highlighters. They do make red highlighters. No, they make red felt tips. Which do a similar job. Mm. Anyway, the point being, I thought I was filling so you could find the date. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But anyway, we digress. But anyway, the next the next show date is Saturday, twenty third November. Yeah, and, and do we have a show title yet? That we do. Nothing Ooh. burns like the cold. Interesting. And, ladies and gentlemen, let me just state this. This is not in Stoke or Erta or Sage Civic. I will state this is most likely going to be in Redditch. Ooh. So, another location for, you know, for the UK to be away to possibly go to new stomping grounds as well. Lovely, lovely. And on that note, I think it's time we do the endorsements and then roll away to, in my Power. case... Sleep, Correct. much needed Correct. sleep. Correct. As much as we go on to the role endorsements and everything, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. All I'm going to be mentioning is probably follow UKWA, UK Wrestling Alliance, Manchester Pro Wrestling Academy. Begin a class on Monday, ten pound per class. Seven, you know, classes being seven pm till nine pm. Please check out JT Printing and Stitching, uh, JFX 3 3D for your custom-made championship belts and then and mostly custom items. Please check out Mind and Change, you know, charities like Mind and Change, you know, Changes for Health and Wellbeing, especially with, you know, you've always got to look after your mental health and mental wellbeing. Please do Indeed. take care of that. Please check out bands like The New Breed, Camens, Blackpool, absolutely make amazing music. Please check out on the lighter side of wrestling, especially with OS Review and, of course, Botchamania and WrestleCrap. You're welcome, Matthew. Nice one. Cheers, Ardy. And of course, please check out some YouTube channels like, you know, for Philip DeFranco, When Find Them Strikes, and Luke Moto, and Gaming Moto, and also First We Freeze, especially the hot ones. Because if I'm not mistaken, on the hot ones, the most recent episode, which is the series finale, has got none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin on it. Ooh. That doesn't make you want to watch nothing, Will. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Of course, please check out podcast for, for all your things geekiness be it geek of the week hosted by none other than magic mark adams we also yep. we also we also recommend to please check out we the independent and if i'm not mistaken that if you want to check them out on their social media they put they call it as we the indie and that's not an, uh, with not with a y but indie yeah as in Indie wrestler, not as an abbreviation for the Indy 500. There's a difference. Correct. There is a difference, but some of the their pod their podcasts have got some absolute uh, amazing interviews. I need to do some catch up on, especially on some of the podcasts myself. But one one episode I would highly recommend, or should I say, two episodes, as it's a two parter, is the interview from Jack Sexsmith. Wow, yeah, can't miss that. Amazing, interesting story, and one I would highly recommend everybody to check it out. Because yep. you learn so much 
in regards to that. We also recommend you to please check out Kayfabe music, especially for custom-made music, especially for uh, entrances. We also, of course, re recommend you, as always, please check out Turnbuckle TV. For If I'm not mistaken, you can actually get it a monthly subscription, get 30-plus companies to check out all on there, especially UKWA. And for the others. absolutely unmissable price of just three ninety nine a month or... Just less than £1 a week. And what else can you get for that these days? Correct. Correct. And, of course, we always recommend everybody to check out your local wrestling, of course. You know, some examples are, for example, you know, just for a quick, quick case in point, are United Wrestling, Academy Pro Wrestling, Future Championship Wrestling, who I will just state right now, we will not be live next week because I will be... because. Unfortunately, we do actually, we do actually have a busy schedule, and one of them being, I will actually be in attendance to Future Championship Wrestling next week. Just to understandable, and of course, Fusion Championship Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling for you. And is there any other companies you would like to mention? Uh, like let's Shock? see, Future Shock Wrestling, Falling Star Wrestling, Progress Wrestling, ICW. Uh, let's see, PCW. Basically, if you live in an urban area built up that can be described as a town or a city google wrestling in my area because there's probably a promotion there and if there is go check it out correct but the, the funny thing about it is you actually said google wrestling in my area you don't even need to do that oh you see it's almost like we wrote this beforehand isn't it pretty much pretty much instead all you have to do is just get your handy dandy phone out and download the application Babyface Wrestling UK, which I will just state is, if I'm not mistaken, UK is in the top 50. Rock and roll. In the top 50 of uh, followed uh, companies on there. Not, um, Spectacular. Not I'm not saying where it is, but I'm just saying it's in the top 50 the last time I checked. Tell us the name of that website slash app again. Well, the app is called none other than Babyface Wrestling UK, where it is your one stop for all you know, British wrestling, of course, which is where, if you want to see where your local British wrestling is, get on that app. You can click it onto it. It's checking down your area. So you can actually check out, you know, if you if you can travel, yeah, <coughs> you can set how far you want to travel and put the button in, hit the button, and it'll tell you all the dates and possibly some show information, of course, and possibly even links to where you can actually get tickets for them said events as well. And, and course, how much does this wonderful service cost? Because it's got to be a few quid for something you, you, as magnificent think, as think, that. You know what? You think that, especially where you can get, you know, you can probably get you check out on, you know, you, you know, the number one wrestler who's being followed, number one promotion who's being followed. You got all that great goodie. You can actually travel up and down, see what is on, you know, what wrestle, what local wrestling's on show. Yeah, and go on, break it to me gently. How much? Low, 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 low price of nothing. It's free. Oh wow! You just as if it wasn't unbeatable enough already. There is the metaphorical icing on the cake. It's free, so check it out. And last but not least, please of course check out the Burning Truth website, which is www.theburningtruthuk.com. I could run down the list of things that are on there. We do actually have some links to some of the things that we have mentioned on there, but we cannot be held responsible for any external. Uh, web sources of course and please check out our social media which is on we are on facebook youtube instagram and of course twitter twitter does have a different handle name which i'll spell out the handle name for you which is w-r-e-s-l-i-n-g-4-t-h-w-a-l-l and of course we do actually have some past episodes of us on spotify right. 
Lovely. Right, I think we're done. So we thank you very done. much for listening. We are done and for this week. We are done. We for may week. bring you something next week, but we're not 100 percent sure, and it won't be live as stated. Correct. We will most likely have something pre-recorded. It could be a single episode. It could be something different. We'll have to wait and see what what it is. But ladies and gentlemen, we will hopefully bring some content to you that might prove to be interesting. But Fingers check us crossed. out. Check that out for next week. But but for now, until then, till next week, please everyone. That this is going to be a wrap up for right now. Please everybody, stay well, stay safe, and as of always, please. Check out your local wrestling. And as always, stay safe and we'll catch you later. Goodbye.